You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? You know I always want to know, how are you doing? I hope you're doing fine out there. Of course, Delta... Lambda, Mu, the variants of COVID-19 are still out there. I hope you're protected. I hope you don't have it. If you're laying in the ICU, listening to me and the Mike's Opinion Podcast, first and foremost, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. And I hope you recover fully. Yes, I do. I always want to know how you're doing. Always, you can chime in. Hit me up on any of the socials or hit me up directly. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. That's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Today's episode is about age. Of course, you saw the title when you clicked on it. Age. How old we are. When I think about age, I think of it in a different perspective because of the age that I am. And I think we have these milestones, right? These these phases, if you will, of our aging process. Of course, when we're young, we don't think about age at all. When I say young, I mean up to 20. Now for young, that may be relative. It's all relative, right? Because it depends on where you're at in your life. For me, in my mid-50s, I still feel young, vibrant, and strong. But if I have to take a knee, or if I have to pick something up, or if I've been sitting for a long time and have to get up, when you get older, you can't help but notice your bones might crack, It's a little harder to get up. You might even give them a little more thought to giving up or or to getting up because of the way your body feels. I heard a saying a long time ago that you may have heard. Youth is wasted on the young. You ever heard that? Yeah. And the concept of that means that all that vitality, all that vigor, all of that energy it should be for later in life. You can still have it per se, but you have to really work at it. And I don't care how much you work at it, how much you work out, how much you eat right, how much clean water you drink. The effects of aging are molecular. So you're still going to feel it at some point. So, it's inevitable. However, I've, I've read some research recently that said they were able to reverse aging in either lab rat or frog. Now, let me ask a question. If the cure for aging were discovered, do you think the powers that be would actually allow it to be accessible to all. I don't think so. The population of planet Earth is 
just under 8 billion people, if the numbers are to be believed. Almost 8 billion people and projected to climb to 9 to 10 billion people relatively soon. If we keep increasing our population, we will most likely suffer. We will suffer from a natural resources perspective, clean air, clean water. We will suffer from a shortage of food. We may even have an environmental effect on the planet. So, hypothetically speaking, if you were in power, whether you think it's the Illuminati, governments, corporations, the real controllers of our planets, of our planet, rather, knowing these things, that this population increase is on an inevitable climb. The last thing you would want to do is allow people to live longer. Because if people live longer, that's going to increase the crowding. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So, all of these things that kill us regardless of our age. And just here in the United States where I reside, on any given day you can read the news. I like to call it the bad news. And you can find people of all ages have succumbed in one form or another. Accidents, intentional deaths, some form of medical ailment, whether it's a newborn that didn't make it or somebody is 110 years old and met their last day and all of the ages in between. So death is inevitable and so are births. But when it comes to age, the older I get, the more I know I want to do and things that I, you know, things I want to accomplish that I haven't done. And for me in my mid fifties with a life expectancy, a normal average life expectancy of around 73, I'm thinking I got less than 20 years, 20 summers, 20 winters, 20 Christmases. That mortality for me at this age, thinking about that, knowing it's inevitable, and just hoping I make it to the average and hopefully much more. I hope I make double my age. That, you know, I'm a hundred teenager, you know, 115, 120, you know, if I'm capable in mind. I don't know if I'll be capable in, in body. But these times in our life 
when you get older, you re- you reflect. So, if you want to know who's the sh- the largest group on our planet, I do have some information here in terms of age. And I'll start with the United States before I go worldwide. Can you guess what demographic has the most amount of people currently? And this is as of July 2020. The numbers have shifted a bit, but they're still basically the same. The chart I'm looking at. People aged 20 to 24 are the most. They have 11 million males, 10.5 million women. When I read these statistics, I couldn't help but wonder how come everybody hadn't found a match, right? These numbers, male and female, are pretty equal when you look at the comparison. There's not a big, big, giant difference. Of course, a million people is a big difference. But, you know, it's like, why why is it so hard for us to find find a match? It's a whole nother episode. Right. The smallest populations are 65, or excuse me, 80 to 84 and 85 and up. At um, basically 5 million each. Okay. So be nice to these young people. Okay. And That statistic being, you know, the smallest group, 80 to 84 and 85 and over, lets you know a lot of people don't make it that long. A lot of people don't make it that far in age here in the United States. So if you're 80 plus and you're listening to this, consider yourself lucky. Go buy a lottery ticket and you can squander it all or. Spend it on your loved ones or your favorite charity, something like that. I remember um, reading biblical stories when I was young or being taught these stories that in the times of, of Moses, people lived to be hundreds and thousands of years old. I don't know if any of that's true. Since I've been born, I've always been told, you know, between 70 and 80 was it. If you if you if you live to be 90s and 100, you were doing well and I can't say how well that is. There haven't been too many 90, 100-year-old people that I've seen that still had it all together and still were mobile and still were able-bodied and able-minded. It's kind of hmm, kind of real, right? When I think about it, especially being at my age. Now, when you're 18, 20, you ain't thinking about it. In fact, when you're younger, 10, 11, 12, you got these restrictions. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. You can't wait to get older. You can't wait to be grown. To be in your 20s. Because you think 20s is just grown. Ah, I'm so grown. In my mid-50s, I have no regrets. 
do I wish, not even wish, would I have liked to have done some things differently? Yes. There are some things that I wish I could um, redo. But then those things, you know, if they hadn't happened, it would have made, would not have made me who I am today. Right? The things we do, the good, the bad, and the ugly, make us who we are. And when we make those mistakes, we hope we learn. I saw a clip of the comedian Kevin Hart and the actor Don Cheadle sitting down. I think it was on Kevin Hart's show. And he was interviewing Don Cheadle and he asked him how old he was. And Don Cheadle said 56. And Kevin's response was, damn. And then he was like, you know, Don Cheadle seemed to take offense to that. He's like, Kevin Hart said, oh, you know, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. And Don Cheadle was like, well, how did you mean it? In America, you know, your 50s, hell, your 40s were considered washed up and old. I remember a movie called Logan's Run. And the premise of this movie, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, surely it's decades old, so I don't know. If you haven't seen it, fast forward 30 seconds and I'll be done. But the premise of the movie was that nobody lived past the age of 30. You were extinguished and killed after 30. At my age, of course, I don't like that because I would be dead. But more importantly, having lived as old as I had, I won't say you don't know anything, but because you're more physically able in your younger years, I don't, um, I The quality of my life is so much more rich and better than when I was younger. Now, I know everybody doesn't have that experience, but my, you know, mid-30 self versus my mid-50 self. And like I said, I still have my health. I still have my mind. So for me, I may be fortunate. So I'm still looking forward to the next 50, like I said, trying to fight aging as much as I can. But As this population ages here in the United States and worldwide, there are a lot of people that are going to need more medical attention, that are not going to be able-bodied or able-minded. So what do we do with that as a society? Because here in the United States, we're not known for taking care of our aging elderly. Unlike some other countries who have a better reputation of caring for their elderly. So we're talking more nursing homes. We're talking more pharmaceuticals. We're talking more um, equipment for the elderly. You know, um, walkers, wheelchairs, um, you know, things of that nature. Based on today's statistics, this is inevitable. There's going to be a huge influx of elderly people. What do we do with this as a society? How do you feel about age? Are you a, a, a age racist? An ageist? Do you discard your older people, whether in your immediate family or people you work with or, you know, neighbors that you see? Do you ignore them? 
Are you caring for an aging parent or loved one? Or perhaps they even live with you. Hmm? Is it is it rich in terms of the experience or is it frustrating and daunting? I think it's all a matter of perspective, right? How, how you feel. And I think if you're smart knowing that you may become one of those people and karma is real, listen to my karma episode, by the way, then you know somebody's going to have to take care of you when you get older. But whether you're a very young person listening to me, somebody in the middle, or somebody that's aging, again, thank you for listening. But I have advice for you. And this is based on my mid-50s knowledge base. If you're young, cherish it. Cherish every second of it. If you're in the middle, middle age, cherish it. Cherish every second of it. And if you're old or what's considered old or elderly, cherish it. Cherish every second. And that is my advice, regardless of your age. Cherish every second that we have because we don't know when we're going to go. We don't know what's next. Now, you may think you know because you choose to believe and you have faith in something. But in actuality, None of us know for real, for certain what's next after our brain function stops and our heart stops beating and this this vessel that houses our energy, some people call it a soul, what happens? We don't know. You know, so when I was thinking about, when I thought about this episode, and about age, you know, I started doing research and I started looking at, I started, you know, age is so connected to virtually everything. I started looking at a variety of things, you know, world populations and aging science. And the, the sentiment always came back to perspective and mortality. I remember a guy by the name of Jack LaLanne. He's one of the original fitness gurus, right? Long before Jane Fonda and Billy Blanks and I don't know. Those are a little dated too, but whoever's the, the hot fitness person. These days, anybody can be famous. Anybody can have a following. So I don't know of any fitness gurus by name. I know what P90X. And once again, I'm mentioning these people and these things. I'm not sponsored by anybody. These are not hidden ways of me promoting anybody. And by the way, if you would support the show, value for value, if possible, the links are in the show notes if you want to support financially. Also, social media links are in the show notes. If you choose not to support financially, please support by liking, subscribing, following, sharing, commenting, and doing all of those things. I'd really appreciate it if you take a minute to do that. Because as you know, um, I don't read commercials here. 
and I'm going to try to continue to do that. So the show will be uninterrupted for you. But when you start thinking of age and speaking as a podcaster, as someone who's speaking about it, it was hard for me not to think about my own mortality and where I'm at in my life. And when you start thinking about that, you think about the things you'll leave, the things that you you haven't done. So when you look in the mirror the next time and you look at your skin, you look at your hair, you look at your body, regardless of what age it is, Give yourself a really good look. Don't just look to, for grooming purposes. That's the main, you know, or to see how your clothes fit. Take a good look at yourself and appreciate yourself because you'll never be that age again. Because the seconds, the minutes, the hours, they just keep moving forward. And we all keep getting older. And older and older. Going back to another statistical bit of information in terms of the world. I I mentioned some statistics in the United States. But worldwide, the largest group of people at 2.6 billion people just over a third or nearly a third of the world's current population is under 20 years old. Yes. That's the most or the biggest group of people are under 20. Very close to them at 2.3 billion worldwide is between 20 and 39. And then it just begins to shrink. 1.8 billion, 40 to 59, 918 million worldwide, less than 1 billion people are between 60 and 79. And those numbers, like I said, dwindle significantly. There are only 148 million people in the entire world that are 80 or older. And there's only half a million people over 100 years old. Out of 8 billion people. Not a lot of people over 100. So when people say, you know, you hear the saying, live every day as if it was your last. That seems to encourage recklessness, right? And irresponsibility. But in fact, I don't think it does. It just means cherish. Like I said earlier, cherish this time that you have. When I started doing this research, I had planned, when I started this research for this episode, I planned on speaking about age and how age is perceived and 
Hollywood and in the United States and around the world and how, how age affects how we think about the other people around us. But the more, like I said, the more I dug into this, I kept coming back to sentiment and mortality. You know, how I feel about age. Now, for those of you who follow me and listen to me, you know how I feel about, I'll just say relationships. (laughs) Preferably, of course, I'm heterosexual, straight male. So for me, it's, you know, with women. And one of my um, earlier encounters was with an older woman, considerably older woman. And I'm only mentioning that to let you know that age has never been a factor for me in any regard. Age has never, for me, been a reason why I chose someone or didn't choose someone or didn't hire someone or that I fired someone or any types of involvement for me. Even my my young son, who's still still in his single digits, you know, I... Respect is not the right word. I listen. I was going to say I respect what he says, but there's a certain level of respect there, but I do listen. I don't automatically dismiss him because of his age. And I don't think we should dismiss some of the words of the young either. It's the same thing with old people. Not all old people are wise. I'm just going to put it out there. Not a lot of old people are just smart just because they've lived a certain amount of years can share a lot of wisdom with you. So you just really got to listen to what that other human being is saying. I started, you know, I'm looking at these tabs that I have open on my computer and I, I had done searches like how many, how many black people are on the planet? Of course, I'm a black man. So I'm always considering that as an aspect because it's who I am. And I read by 2050, according to one website, by the year 2050, 25%, one in four people of the world's population will be African. Yeah. One in four will be African. If that's the case, can you, how would the black or the African race not take over the planet in the the upcoming years? If they are the largest majority of the planet. Right? That seems logical to me. 
But who knows? Maybe there'll be a large event that will decrease our population. And some people say it's inevitable, whether it's a natural disaster, man-made disaster, asteroid, pole shift, nuclear war, famine, disease, all of these things go on. And I know this is a more serious episode. My last episode prior to this was me basically cussing out Howard Stern. You may want to go back and listen to that based on a comment that he made, and I'm not usually that reactionary, but I was. And I'm not trying to take this podcast of mine in a more serious direction. It's not by choice, or excuse me, it's not intentional. But I always give you my opinion on and tell you what I'm feeling at the time. And I wanted to do this, like I said, because I want us, the basic gist of all of this episode is to cherish your time. Cherish every moment that you have. Don't take it for granted. If you got people in your life that you haven't spoken to, speak to them. Forgive it. Let it go. Forgive. Forget. If you cared about that person at all. I started this podcast not for fame, not for fortune, but because I wanted to contribute positively to the world. Fortune would be nice. I can do without the fame. But that's not why I did this. I did this because I wanted to contribute positively to the world for one. That was my primary reason. And for two, I wanted to hopefully leave an an archive behind that my my ancestors, not ancestors, my family that will follow after me can know something about me, can hear me and get an idea of who I am by not just not just by by reading it or seeing a couple of pictures of me. But primarily I would like to affect this world positively. And sometimes that requires a level of seriousness. I try to have serious, open, candid discussions and offer an honest and true opinion about any and everything. And like I said, I told you where I started out for this episode, this age episode where I thought it would go. And it's funny when you start something and it doesn't go the direction that you thought it was going to go. And that's where this episode went. But be not bummed out. Be not bummed out about our mortality. Be not bummed out about the aging process. Okay? It is what it is. There is nothing we can do to change it to my knowledge. Now, if you're a witch or a wizard and you know how to change time, if you have a time machine, any of that, don't let me know that. I don't want to manipulate any of that. I'm going to live the life that I was given. Unless it's a good thing, maybe. I don't know. Would you want a time machine where you can go anywhere or you can reverse time? Would you want to reverse aging if you could? Of course we would, right? For ourselves, but we wouldn't want anybody else to know. 
Because if everybody could do it, you ever seen those um those vampire shows where they just keep on living and everybody else keeps dying, but they keep living. Would you want to just keep living and be immortal and all of the people that you love and care about die? And then you keep going through that, forming these relationships, falling in love, then they die. Fall in love. I mean, how much heartbreak can one take? Right? So maybe it's true, you know, maybe it's, it's good that we get this, this one run, supposedly, because reincarnation is a possibility. Maybe we come back as a human. Maybe we don't always come back as a human. Maybe we come back as a, as a porpoise. Wouldn't that be weird? But if we do have past lives and we are the product of reincarnation, there is something like a, like a, a chalkboard. Those memories for the vast majority of us are erased. They're just erased and we can't remember those things from a past life. You may have subtle little hints, things that you, you feel like you just knew how to do. You don't know how. Maybe that's what prodigies are. Maybe they're direct past lag. They were really good at whatever their prodigy at now. Yeah. Age. Very interesting concept when you think about it. But like I said, take a good look at yourself in the mirror and appreciate yourself. Do that. And let's be kind to one another, regardless of the age that any of us are. How we stop overpopulating this planet, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that because it would take some harsh realities, I think, to, to decrease our numbers. But they're on the rise and I don't see any end in sight. And that can't have a good effect. Unless we find a way to live under the surface of this planet. Under the water surface and under the ground surface. Or we found or we find other planets to inhabit. So that's a possibility. Again, shoot me an email, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. That's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Please support the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. <laughs>